Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So, you guys have survived another week, dads. I'm glad you guys are out there. Before we get started, thank you. Welcome back to the Drawn As Dads podcast. This is episode eight. As always, before we get started, we got to give a toast out to all the dads out there. So, really quickly, we'll go ahead and put a drink up. Shout out to my father's father's we father's, go. Father's, father's Cheers, father's, cheers, father's. cheers. My mom made it. We you know. It. The good thing about uh, an up-and-coming podcast is that we actually do all our stunts, so this is real-life drinking that you guys hear, and the best part about us being amateurs is is this is actually the second take, so that's our second drink, so we're a little <laughs> bit drunker than we were when we just a second ago, about so, get loose. you know, that's always a blessing, so... We're here. We took our inaugural or our, uh, you know, start off drink here. Before we go around, I just want to see. Uh, let's do some check-ins before we jump in. How's everybody doing? Good, man. I'll kick us off. It's been a couple of weeks uh, since we've been together, so mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. always good. Always a great opportunity to get back together to see the fellas. Uh, family's good, man. Kids is alive. It's all I can ask for. Uh, my daughter's uh, she out here. I don't know if I shared this a couple of weeks ago. I don't think she was this advanced, but she's officially like standing. Okay. I, got, I had a ten count on her the other day. Yeah, ten seconds. So shout out, shout out to baby girl. Uh, and Jace is an asshole. I mean, yeah, that's about the age. Nothing new there. That's about the age. CJ, what about you? Uh, you know what? Nothing crazy. Nobody threatened one of my kids in a mall. <laughs> so that's a fucking plus. Um, you know what? I really can't complain. Uh, kids is doing great. Xander's getting better with the potty. The talk back right now uh, is mm. is just a thing for me. That just. Flat out nose, the flat yeah. out. In a matter of fact, in a, in, a, in more recent news, um, update with the two oldest. Like it's funny we talk about the youngest kids so much. My two oldest, I'm really having entitlement issues with them. Mm. Into the sense where my two oldest kids have everything. Mm-hmm. Both got laptops. Both got iPhones, Xboxes, Playstations. They just have everything. But I don't even make them like do chores. I don't make them oh, do a lot of things. Easy. Like, like the oldest two boys, like they'll take out the trash with me a couple times. Like okay. small things, maybe like clean up after they room and stuff like that. But I really don't make them. I'm really me and my uh, fiance around focusing on like, yo, we about to start holding them accountable. Like yeah. twelve oh, and yeah. ten, you can really start doing some oh, shit. It's like, go time again. Like I don't have to wait till you fifteen, sixteen, mowing the lawn and doing all that type oh, of shit. Oh no. So, we're going to start uh, making them more accountable. And um, also, in other news, our baby, Parker, who was actually turned 10 months yesterday, I'm having trouble with giving him food. My man don't want real food. Don't what? want applesauce, peaches, those little mixed up joints. He just, that's that's not his shit. So, my man. We having some trouble with that, like, trying to, and also trying to get him on form, trying to wean him off of his breast milk. But. So in essence, you just told me he gonna be a titty man. That's all I just heard. I want my titty. <laughs> that's that's, that's all I just heard. I can already. So I our, my, I, I want my titties. Back. Okay, so I'm all gonna right. Be honest, that's, I want my titties back. That's bro. that's that's what you say. You told but, that. You told get off the watering hole. <laughs> but again, I want I want him to get all his nourishment. But that that's something we going with. But like I said, all I mean, all my kids is blessed. Everybody's safe. Um. We're uh, trying to buy a house right now, get us some more space. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's great. The like I said, we're doing good. Can't complain. Okay. All right. Well, mine, uh, you know, just to go with uh, what Ishmael was saying earlier, you know, we're right in that tender age. He's, uh, uh, Logan's about to be three. So uh, that's that, that asshole two transpires into three. I'll get into him actually for my timeout on what's going on with him. But, um, 
as far as my check-in, so my other child, my dog, we are officially enrolling her into obedience school. Oh, yeah. Her ass need to get a little bit of training because there is no way that we are going into the summertime with a dog that's acting as crazy as she is. Um, you know, after uh, praying with my, my good brother Ishmael over here about how we are going to stick by our dogs and Really, uh, I must have missed that you, yeah, yeah, we, oh, we, we, we were there, yeah, 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 we, we were talking about this, and he said, Unless you know what, you- he said, you know what, we got these dogs, we provided a home, we are a family. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess he's not rocking with it no more. He said, ah, well, you know, listen, I may, maybe this, you know, this is how prayer works, you know, what I mean, sometimes your friends will look at the other one and say, you know what. He's weathering the storm. I'm going to do it too. So I'm going to hope that Ishmael is along with this I for me. Literally, oh, my dogs. Hey. Literally, just told my wife uh, about two hours ago, and I hadn't brought this up in probably two or three weeks. But I, we drive. I said, "Yeah, we really got to find a new home for this nigga." <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not doing it. As the weather gets nicer, I walk my man. I see all the other dogs behaving, walking right. beside the owner. This nigga's like, nah. He's just running, like yeah, trying nah. to do his own. So I'm. Yeah, pulling him back nope. every like. T'Challa, big boy. Yeah, That's T'Challa ain't boy. playing around. T'Challa serious, ain't playing around. Serious and not so ir- serious inquiries only. <laughs> D- hit my DM if you're looking for a dog. He's an Akita. He's about a hundred plus pounds. Yeah. Uh, he you could make some bread off him too. That's the crazy part. We yeah. haven't got him neutered, so he definitely. I mean, you can make some bread. Oh, Listen, yeah. make it do what it do. I'm over. I'm over, boy. He got to go. Yeah, I've, great I've, dog. I've, Friendly I've, as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, in Good fact. So I'll be praying for you. I'll be praying uh, for you. Oh, listen, we, we we might have to list uh, Storm and T'Challa on, on uh, Wayfair as well. If you guys listen to previous episodes, that you'll understand. But, yeah, look yeah, for an updated. Uh, you're going to see a stool and a, a, a lampshade. I don't so. know how we're going to ship them yet. Local pickups only. Local pickups only. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 So I, I'm I'm glad to hear that at least all of us have survived and made it thus far. Um, you know, it 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 definitely uh, you know being a being a parent, you know, sometimes it can hit you hard in the face, you know, but you got to get back up from it and learn from your mistakes and keep on pushing through. And speaking yep. of, unless you were Man, my lord said, knock you down, but you gotta get back up again. My man, you gotta have a strong will and like rocks you because they might try to rock you. We will, we will get it, rock you. So, unless you've been under a rock. Or, uh, uh, you uh, see what I did there? You, you see what I did there? Man, listen, these one of these days we're going to charge off for listening because these shouldn't be free the way they're coming off. But, yeah, um, you know, we all witness either. I, well, actually, I shouldn't say we all witness because most of us, this to keep it all the way hunted. We were not watching it. We just quickly got on Twitter, Instagram, whatever is your social media platform. And you just hear everybody going crazy. Oh, my God. Is this real? Is this not real? Um, our insider Ishmael over here was live tweeting and letting us know that it was not real until about an hour and a half out when he retracted his statements and then decided to say, you know what? This might be real. Yo, I'm, I'm going back on a record and I'm saying I still don't think it was wait real. Wait for it's April no 1st. No way, yo. Yeah, wait for April 1st. It's no way. It's no way, yo. 100% real. I told, I told people it was real from the rips. I saw the person do one thing. 
This nigga Chris Rock th- thought he's about to hit him twice. He did the slap and then like the arm went like oh shit like that. <laughs> right. So that he was really he was actually relieved when it was one hit. Okay, I I've, see. I seen a video where and you see Chris Rock puts his hands behind his back. Uh-huh. He leans into the joint right. even before Will hits him. You can see Chris Rock's face like kind of embracing like I'm getting ready to get smacked. And I'm like, th- and then for me when I seen Will in his seat like. Keep my words right, like, right. It, it just felt fake. That shit felt fake. Like it he sounded like phony. Like like it was hard knocks. Like he was Listen, mic'd up. Yeah. For what this nigga will about to lose? That shit can't be fake, dog. Yeah. They, about, they about to tax his ass. Hey, what, what's, what's, he, what? what's he gonna lose? Let's see. Technically, oh, he already won. He won one. Uh, for all my listeners out there that ain't that ain't black, I'm gonna tell you one thing. When you black. You black, <laughs> and they gonna remind your ass that you black too. This is fair. Listen, uh, th- listen, these white folks don't fucking play around. The Oscars is one of they coveted shit. Yeah. Listen, and here go my other thing. Now, now reports coming out. Oh, they asked my nigga to leave. Yeah, and he ain't want to leave. I heard that. Oh, yeah. so now you gonna smack yeah. somebody on our show? Yeah. Oh, he, oh, no, excuse me. Now you smack. You assaulted somebody. Yeah. On our show. He turned to Willard. He, and then, another thing. Yeah, you smack somebody. We you know you smack. You smack one of our favorite black people. Chris Rock. I mean, white. Black people, he even all the white movies. Uh, Grown ups too had one black man. Yeah. Grown ups too. So don't. Shaq was in that drone. Shaq was in that drone. Shaq was in that drone. Listen, listen, all I'm telling y'all is this. I, again, we not gonna get too much into. I'm saying like this, dog. They gonna tax his ass, and I, I'm praying it just. I just don't want his award taken away. Anything else? That's fair. That that don't, don't take my man award away. I think they going to. I I, I I can definitely uh you know I can definitely see how there's two sides to the coin there on you know where you fall on the. Great Twitter arguments that come about our days about whether you're more Chris or more Will. But this did trigger a interesting topic for us, um, especially as fathers and parents out there, is to the role in which you as a parent, guardian, whoever, of how do you teach your children to protect themselves and or you know, are they reactive? Are they the aggressor in certain scenarios? How do you teach your child? Because it's very hard at a young age, we tell them about how you shouldn't hit anyone, right? At a young age, don't hit nobody, don't hit me, don't hit mommy, don't hit daddy, don't hit nobody. But there eventually has to come a time where you go, well, don't hit nobody, but. Right. So right. how does that right. but, pause, work for y'all? <laughs> I mean, listen, yo, and, and this is so funny because this stemmed from like the the John as a young boy. Like, do you hit first or react? And it's like, I remember back as a young boy, you get into a fight in school. Your one defense, if you got in suspended, you got in trouble with school, you got into a fight, is first thing you talk about, Ma, he hit me first. This... I didn't go after him, he hit me first. I don't give a fuck what I did before, he mm-hmm. smacked me, and I had to retaliate. <laughs> and it's crazy now because I'm thinking to myself, like, how do I teach my kids that? Like, should you be on offense? We just had an episode, are you always on defense? Mm-hmm. But yo, like, do you let your kids? And it's the crazy thing is, for real, for real, with my kids, I ain't gonna lie to you. I would tell my kids, like, yo, if it's really that egregious, like, if it's something egregious, like, you feel like you've been either disrespected or it was something either done to you that you really can't take and you had to. Some of these kids is big out here. I ain't going to let somebody slump my kid first. I mean, if you if Fair. you hit him and gave me a good reason why you hit him first, like, he's, he threw my bag down the steps and all my shit fell out. Or, like, he smacked me mm-hmm. earlier that day and I saw him and it was on site. Like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It, again, it's, it's on a case by case basis, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I would tell my kids like, 
if they told me to hit somebody first, they wouldn't be in trouble every single time. So allow me to just put this uh, disclaimer out there because I need our, our audience to know who at Corey J is. <laughs> Corey J is Come the on, same don't guy do that. Don't do that. that I once witnessed. Don't do that. Me, I once me as well. Witnessed, we both once witnessed Corey hook off on a bull, <laughs> right? First. And then proceeded to tell the bull to chill, right? Yeah. So my man Corey yeah. stole bull, and they said, "Chill, chill." Yo. After he stole him, so I just you just had to put all I'm gonna do is that in that case. Now, mind you, all right. So here we go. Perfect example now. Okay, great in that example. Case, and I'm gonna give my kids this example. Mm-hmm. I was with a really good friend of ours, Mingo, at uh-huh. the time after one of our really other good friends Shy's birthday party, and it was a gentleman. I was leaning against his car, and um, and Mingo. I don't even think it was, was his car. I think it was like his neighbor's car. Was his neighbor's yeah, car. He came out minding somebody, somebody else's business. Car. He did. But whatever. So, again, I leaned against <laughs> his car. I remember I sat on the car, matter of fact. I'm lying to you. I sat on the car, and me and Mingo were talking. The boy was like, yo, is that your car? And I'm like, yeah, it's my man car. I thought it was Kyrie car. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, he was like, no, it's not. It's just my neighbor car. Get the fuck off it. Mingo attends to being the amazing black woman that she is. Like, yo, watch your mouth. Mm-hmm. He got off the car. Chill out. So, boy proceeded to walk towards us. Mm. Told Bull, like, yo, get out of her face, put my hand out, smack my hand down, I'll let it slide. Then Mingo was like, yo, this, that, and third, get in his face. They was like, drawing back and forth. I was like, yo, chill out, Bull, smack my hand down a second time. The reason I hit him okay. was I swore, and to this day, I will, on my last, bet my last dollar. Sir, if you're listening. Go to the car, <laughs> Sir. Said, I saw his hand move like he was going to hit her. Because she was giving him the business. And I was like. There's no way I'm allow him to hit my my friend. So I gave him a little boo boo. Yo, chill out. Yo, like chill out. <laughs> like you chill. Like in a sense, like you yo, talking to her kind of crazy. Yo. And it proceeded to our friends coming and him saying, "I'm gonna go pop the trunk on y'all." I know I'm from Philly. Y'all want fuck with me? And we was like, "So are we?" And then <laughs> fuck you mean? Then he got his his wife got into one of our other friends' face. One of our other friends. She got drugged. Tried to get her out of friends' face, yeah. push her down. We ended up. Beating the shit out of him, and then the crazy part is his neighbor sat there and watched as we whipped his ass. As he should have. So I mean, the boy whose car it was, whose car right? was, yeah. so yeah. it didn't do anything. So, he said, "I got insurance." I, mean, I didn't mean to take us off on a tangent like that. I just no, I the listeners so should know. If my kids came to me like that. <laughs> I saw him about to hit him. Like you know what? Here's a kid example. My AJ and Connor over my cousin Justin's house. Justin and Connor are really tall kids. Tall kids. Like Justin might be like. Justin is 12, Connor's 12, Connor might be almost 6 foot, Justin's about 6'1", six 6'2". Six Justin and AJ ended up getting into it, His co- their cousins, end up getting into it and about to start a fight. Connor jumps in, protects AJ, his brother, and they kind of get into like a rumble. And Connor definitely hit Justin first. When I get there, my uncle was like, yo, like, Connor sat there and tagged Justin, it's down the third, and I was like, what's the reason? It was like, well... He said, Justin hopped on AJ. I saw him hop on AJ. I thought he was about to beat AJ up, so I slumped him. I mean, Teachable moment. Can I be mad at my son for protecting his brother? Hit somebody first. Teachable moment. Fair. Okay. He ain't do it because it was like, oh, it's a Tuesday. Right. Nigga, let me get the game. Boop, No. He I has, for a reason. So, he has some reason behind it. In that it. same case, if my kids hit somebody first in that thing, that's cool. But you won't be a bully and fuck somebody up just because you want to. But oh, yeah, no. Nah. Okay, I justify that. It, okay, that's we, good. That's good, ours, man. Our, ours are a little bit younger, so I know it's hard to like think about this now. But so I, I right, I gotta go. I guess with like a real life situation, and again, ours are three, mm-hmm. three, right, right. So my son's in daycare. 
Uh, Jace, if y'all know me and if you've seen my son, right, we little niggas, mm-hmm. be little niggas, Bobby Destin right. probably be a little nigga too, right? Uh, so Jace is three, but Jace probably, yeah, I mean, he probably like a two year, look like a two year old, right? Mm-hmm. So there's Jace's daycare is only like six kids total and three or five kids total. Three of the kids are three and up. So that's Jace's group. They be learning, you know, classroom type stuff. And the other two are like two, like just turned two somewhere in that two year old phase or whatever. And it's this one young boy. You know how like when kids are one or almost two, right? Like their speech isn't all the way there. Mm-hmm. And they, they not necessarily aware of what good behavior is, right? So they're running around, they're pulling stuff, they're pushing stuff, this, that, and the third or whatever. This is one y- bad young boy. I'm going to call him bad. And if his pop listening, your kid is bad. <laughs> Fuck you. And your kid. Um, and I have confirmation that he's bad because I talked to another one of the parents that told me that they have a, had to have a sit-down meeting with that kid's parents because okay. this kid is right. bad. Okay, call him, he's they bad. called a young boy Lil Snoop. He's not a badass kid. Lil yeah. Snoop. Call okay. a young boy Lil Snoop because he got cornrows. With, with, okay. With yeah, one he's sounding bad. You know, right? So anyway, um, he's always like grabbing stuff or pushing on the kids or grabbing on this, that, and the third. So he's regularly like, Jace comes home and we'll be like, how was your day? You know, how's this person? And he's consistently saying that he doesn't like this one young boy. He's like, cause he's bad. He pushes, he pulls, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and for a minute now, Brittany's been like stealing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, babe, <laughs> stop telling our son to, to steal this young boy because the young boy He's he's probably two, right? And again, Jace is three. Right. Jace, I do not, right? I do not, son, I don't want you slumping on young boy just because mm-hmm. he's, yeah, I mean, he don't right. know no better, right? So ultimately, I said that to say, like, I think that for me, and again, I'm dealing with a three-year-old, the answer is, like, more recently, honestly, over the past week, I've been telling Jace, like, yo, if young boy keeps pulling on you or whatever, at this point, I need you to tell him to stop, and if he keeps doing it, punch him in his nose. That's what that, I like. That's what I'm telling because now it's like you tell him bull numerous times, right? Right. Yo, don't do that. Stop. Don't push me. Don't pull me. Don't. But whatever it is, right? From now on, so I guess my philosophy is like, when he's ten, when he's fifteen, whatever it is, I'm gonna ask you once, right? Don't put your hands on me. Right. Please don't put your hands on me. I'm gonna ask you. Right. Put your hands on me. Then I'm gonna tell you, yo, don't put your hands on me. Right. That's the old. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna tell you, and then. Nigga, I want you to put put the paws on him. That's it. Point blank, period. But I, I'm not a fan of, like, you put your hands on somebody first. Now, there's a, right. I hate when people get technical and it's like, well, you know, I'm going to be in your face, but I didn't put my hands on you. No, mm-hmm. nigga. If you're in my proximity, right? Shoulder, 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 right. shoulder. You're invading my space and you're making me uncomfortable. That's you, what it is. You if know what the next move is. You're making me uncomfortable, right? I'm going to ask you, yo, you're making me uncomfortable. Please, blah, blah, blah. Yo, you're making me uncomfortable. Please back up. Yeah, that's it. Now it is what it is. Fair. I so going as you guys were just talking, I I mean, this has something to do with what we were just talking about, but outside of it, they need to develop like an app for like or they need something where like I can just compile a book of like life lessons or like things that if God forbid I leave this earth tomorrow. That my son like knows 10 years from now. All right. Well, my dad said, all right, don't whoop this man ass unless they do X, Y, and Z. All right. Walk on this side of the street with this girl. Okay, cool. I got it. Because like as you guys are talking, I'm like, I definitely agree with y'all. But it's hard for you to like, I think of like all the famous movies where it's like, I have a code. Like 
this is the code. You know, think about all the TV shows you watch. No guns, and, yeah, like no guns, Batman. But it's like at the same point, like Batman out here breaking elbows and like punching people in the face. Cars. <laughs> people with cars. So like, I'm just like, as you guys were talking, I'm like, I, because there's no set scenario where I'll just be able to say like, well, yes, if, uh, you know, this kid does this because, you know, kids don't really understand it. It's like, yo, you got to live by code. And I, as Ishmael was like talking, it's kind of like, don't put me in an uncomfortable space yeah. where you're you're making me uncomfortable. And obviously there's different layers that, you know, we're not talking about just like, oh, you have to eat broccoli. Like, oh, no, this nigga's trying to make me eat broccoli. Punch him in the face. Like, yeah, nothing yeah. like that. But obviously, you know, making sure they can understand that, like, level of, you know, I'm not the aggressor, but at the same point, I'm not going to be a punk. Like, I'm not going to let you roll over and, like, you know, just beat up on me just because. Yeah. So I got a question. Okay. Right, and we'll, I'll bring it back, I guess, to the, the scenario that sparked this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like the Chris Rock joint, right? Right. And I guess this kind of question could be twofold. One, obviously... The element, real element was like Chris Rock didn't say anything about Will. He said something about his wife. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's one piece. And then the other piece would be somebody saying something about you. So ultimately, my question is as it relates to like, do you feel like somebody, is there something that somebody could say that justifies putting hands on them? I, I, I think there is. I got a really bad story for me as a child. I was almost expelled from Holy Cross for Whew. My mom will confirm the story if anybody ever speaks to Mama James. I, in kindergarten, I was going to Holy Cross right off of Mount Area. Mount Area, yeah. Mount Area. Right street from Rubens or mm-hmm. uh, damn, Uptown Cafe. Yep. And around the story, what I was told as a kid that a kid must have been picking on me, picking on me, picking on me. And I remember, in a sense, like him saying something about my mom. And apparently, I had a pencil in my hand. Oh, man. And, and I was a really good student. I was always a good kid. I never got in trouble. Hence the pencil in his hand. He was right. trying to do a schoolwork. And I stabbed the kid in the Jesus. forehead with a pencil. <laughs> yo, yo it, this it, nigga really Jamaican. Listen, 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 listen. listen. It is, it's, it's actually really bad. It was really bad. And I stabbed the kid in the forehead with a pencil. And obviously, you got to think about it like this from our standpoint. I got to think about I, it. I got to be honest it. with myself right now. If I fucking heard. Somebody stabs Xander Yo, fucking Parker. I don't Parker, care what you Xander. say. I'm fucking somebody <laughs> up. Like I'm I, matter of fact, I gotta ask my mom and my dad like later, like when I go home, like, yo, what the fuck did y'all do? Cause like yo. they they definitely had my head. Like y'all probably picked me up from school early, like, yo, they gonna stay in the classroom, they gonna come over and fuck my yo, uncle up. So I stabbed the kid in the forehead with a pencil. Oh and my god. Again, I, I did this it, obviously somebody must have been messing with me. And the only reason I got to stay in the school because there was no reports of me doing stuff. There was a ton of reports of this other kid doing a bunch of bad shit. And I was like this great student in school. But again, I mean, could somebody say something that, or is it to my fiance or even about my kids that would make me snap? 100%. Do I think somebody can say something to my kids and they'll snap? Some of them. Because like, I, Connor, he ain't the one to fuck with. He just, I'll be honest with you. He's not the one to fuck with. AJ might let shit slide. He's a people person. Very, very big social guy. I think Xander not going to be the one to fuck with, especially when it comes to Parker. Because they two years apart, they two years apart, and they, they tight already. I just think. So I think, is there things that me personally as a man you can say? Of course. I'm In college, I was kind of a loose cannon. Again, hence the plenty of fights we got. <laughs> um, plenty. 
And again, like even my kids now, like I'm pretty sure there's certain things you can say, but if it would have to be something bad, like teacher, I'd be like, yeah, he called Mr. James. He, he called you. He, the kid called you a bald headed. <laughs> and, and you and know, Sander, my dad Sander is here. Challenge. It's like, 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 he's got alopecia. Right. Like, right. right. Prime he's, example. Exactly. Don't talk about my fucking dad. Like, that's that, like, honestly, God, like, and they came to the school, like, I'd have been like, you know what, Xander, you're not supposed to do that. I do apologize, Mrs. Jenkins. It won't happen again. I go to the car, way to stick up for your fucking dad. And Appreciate that's, you, son. see, like, that, that goes to, and that's to, the bad part, because that's, that's not what I'm supposed that, to do. That's what I'm saying. That goes to the part of, like, living to a code to some extent. Like, there's no way that you can, like, Everything. Think about what we're just saying right now. And the question was asked, like, how do you like teach your kid? All of us have not given a solid answer. Like, well, if this happens, that happens. This is why you do it. We're all like, well, I mean, shit. I mean, you know, you could call me bald and I'll be ready to kill you. Or you could call my mom fat and I'll be like, all right, ain't nothing. Like, we all have different codes to everything. But I think I mean, I think when it comes back to me or what I would say personally is that it's not about giving the child the 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 guidance or I'm not going to tell my child what to say and what not to say. I guess it's going to be training up my child on when to, in essence, have these nigga moments, to be completely honest. Like, because everything we're talking about is those sure. prime examples of nigga moments. Like, and for everyone who doesn't know what a nigga moment is out there, please watch the Boondocks. It's a great show. But it's literally that moment where you have an internal kind of dialogue with yourself. Like, will I be the 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 person who takes the higher road? And will I try to see it from their point of view? And, you know, you really think on a higher level. Or it's always that other side in your head where it's just like, sock the nigga. Like, you, it's always just that voice in your head. And... I think that's where I'm going to have to train up Logan is just like being able to make those real life decisions of like, you know what? I'm right in front of a, 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 a I don't know. I'm right in front of the school. Uh, I'm supposed to be graduating in a week. All right. Maybe I shouldn't slump him. But you know what? I'm going to wait till after graduation. I'm going to catch him slipping at the senior trip. And I'm probably like, maybe not help him if he's drowning. So. I get yeah, and and you bring it back obviously to the to the Will John. Do you feel like yes or no was Will justified? I say no. I I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't have a hundred percent definitive answer because it comes from two different places. Agreed. Protecting your lady, hundred yeah. percent. Always there. Yep. Again, if we from Philly, we know what that one site means. Right. When I see you, pussy, it's done. It's Make sure you have your hands up. See, I'm on the opposite but side. You also, or not the opposite but side. But then my but. other point is like this, dog. Being a black man in this world, dog, we don't have that luxury to act like that, dog. We just don't in certain aspects. And I think I was given, and it's funny because I posted something about uh, KBJ over beforehand. Having Grace being fucking berated by these white Republicans over bullshit. Mm-hmm. And black women keeping their composure. And and then I even say black, just black women. Black people being able to be in those moments and keep your composure. And do I wish that Will would have smacked fucking Robert De Niro or Matt mm-hmm. Damon or somebody? Yes. But smack the one of your fucking niggas? Like, that's just... <laughs> I, again, I'm, I'm going... I'm, I'm, it's it's going to be me going off on a tangent. I don't want to, but yeah. again, it's just... Here's the thing. We've heard this as black men all the time. There's a time and place for mm-hmm. everything. 
But the thing is, we always say this about black men, especially black men in our city, the way we killing each other, doing dumb shit. We don't fucking think before we act. We be quick to say sorry and all this other stuff. I heard a phrase when I was a kid a long time ago, and my pastor said it. Niggas would be quick to give a kid a shirt and a tie to go to court for a hearing, but won't put a shirt and a tie on a kid to go to church. Fair. That's some shit, like... That's some black people type shit. Like, we don't, we want to, oh, kid can be on time when it comes to court or kid can mm-hmm. be this when it's the consequences that hit you. And now you're thinking about what you did and you want to be sorry. But in that moment, it was my pride got the best of me. And I think even now, even us talking now, like, we don't, if we honest, ask three black dads, no, we don't want to be sweet. I don't, I don't want my fucking young boy to be sweet. He ain't no sweet ass bitch. Yeah. I'm going to fucking be little or not. Sock that nigga, dog. Like, I think a lot of times our pride will get us killed. You yeah. hear that a lot. And I just, again, I'm going to go off on a tangent. I, I don't want to. That will Nah, shit. that's good, bro. But I, I see, just, I don't know. I seen some, it's, it's somebody, forward. I think one of our one of our homies put posted that, you know, everybody heard at this point what Denzel said to Will about pride coming for you, you know, right. when you're at your highest moment. And the interesting thing that he said was like, he wasn't talking about Chris Rock when he's talking about pride. He was talking about, he's talking about your I'm sorry. He wasn't talking about Chris Rock when he talked about the devil coming. Mm-hmm. He was talking about your own pride, right? And in that moment, Will was prideful and felt like he needed to act or needed to do something. Mm-hmm. So for me, and again, we went off on whatever on this tangent, but for me, it was like, I agree with you wholeheartedly, CJ, when you talk about a time and a place, right? Like, ultimately, you feel like you needed, you need to protect your, your woman or your wife, excuse me. I, I feel you on that. I wish that he would have just met that nigga off stage. Oh yeah. Greeted him as soon as he walked 100%. off the stage and slapped him. You know what I mean? Right. And it, for me, it has nothing to do with like because all those white people were there watching. I could give a fuck about any right. of them or the academy. It was like, yo, that moment like was so much bigger than Will. Serena and Venus was there, right? It was about them. It was about their family. It was right. about black was people about as a whole. It was about award. Right. Yeah, and it was about Will too, right? Like Will yeah. deserved all of the recognition. That he's not getting right now. So that's that's just my take. And I think for me, my code to bring it back to you, Peso, would be like, I would like to think that I don't believe that there's anything that somebody can say out of their mouth that should be able to have the power to penetrate me Great. or my kids to feel like they need to put their hands on somebody. That's my prayer. That's my hope. Now, it's like you reality. said, that nigga moment yeah. is a real thing. No, it's, it's 100% right. So, Especially if you talk about fathers, don't think about our kids. I'll, yeah. I'll put a nice little bow on it um, on this topic is that the leading cause, or uh, not leading cause because probably high blood pressure, but the second one behind that um, for uh, male interactions and deaths and things like that is this famous phrase, after you have walked away from a, a situation you think is diffused, that's why I thought, or mm. O.R., yeah, those, that's the ones to get those nigga moments going. So, you know, I definitely think yeah. that, you know, we we have to, you know, raise up our young kings and queens to just understand what's out here in this world, because unfortunately, you never know what's hiding behind that next corner, and you just got to be prepared for it. So, with that being said of what's happening around the corner, I'm actually going to go into a quick timeout that I have. I grab my drink for this really quickly because I'm not even going to really harp on it because you guys have heard this as a timeout probably for the last two timeouts that my uh, co-hosts here have talked about. 
Unfortunately, as you know, you know, there's Xander. There is, well, yeah, because there goes Xander, um, who we first talked about of potty training and going through that. We talked about Jace and his potty training, um, you know, endeavors. And now we are at the point. Oh, I think man. that Logan must have been upstairs, heard us talking about this. And he was like, oh, wait, my friends are shitting. Oh, I'm on it. So I am now living through that. Now I'm at the beginning stages where he knows that he's supposed to like tell someone or go to the potty, but it's always after the fact. So, you know, he's already shitted in a diaper and then he goes, you know, ah, you know, he grabs his crotch or like he does thing like I go potty and it's already past that point. But my man, like I said, is at the point where he is pulling off the diaper full of just loads and loads of shit just all over the diaper. And he at first we were catching him like, hey, no, keep yeah. it on. Like, yeah. no, don't do it. Da, da, da. But there are also those moments where he just decides to take it on himself and he will just take a diaper off and you'll just see him randomly appear with no diaper on. And he's just like what's up mommy daddy like wait nigga, where, why, why don't you got a diaper on like hold it time out like i know you just had blueberries for dinner where uh-uh we need to find that diaper so i we've had we had that moment recently where he took off his diaper we did we were unknowing of it because he kind of went upstairs and came back down no diaper and it was just just feces everywhere like oh. where because now also what happens is is that the he takes a diaper off and i don't know if any of you guys out there have pets but animals love shit i don't know why you know they pick up uh, actually i do know why they pick up you know your sin and all that other stuff so the child took the diaper off and then of course the dog comes right behind (gasps) and just kind of all over it so that was my situation where not only did i have a dirty diaper and you know my child sliding down the steps just skid marks and oh. dog just oh all over so um i've officially went back into the shell of saying you know what son i am happy to buy you some pampers i'm going to keep on changing your butt probably until you know you're grown <laughs> enough yeah like you're Two like like you're yeah exactly when when you you will be defending yourself because you will be a 12 year old still wearing a diaper so that's when you'll learn to like fight and go from there that was a horrible experience that i had i just had to share that with someone i feel so much better we always talk about this i definitely want to take any fathers particularly out there up on it if you've had some type of situation where you just need to call out a timeout or talk about some crazy shit that's happened you definitely shoot us a text dm us anonymous whatever we promise we won't say nothing but sometimes you just gotta let it out there just so you feel a little bit better so i feel a little bit better um god wow that was that was a little another drink legit that was a load off my chest that was yeah that was a horrible thing yeah listen take me yeah it was it was bad so you know um the last um kind of topic that i wanted to get in here before we get out of here was is that um and you know uh i think this is you know we're talking about current events that's going on right now so if any of you guys are aware of what's going on now in florida um as regards to the bill in fact i will 
go to my CNN correspondent, uh, Corey James, who's on site. If you wouldn't mind, Mr. James, could you inform us on what this uh, new uh, law would be looking like? <laughs> this is Corey James reporting live with <laughs> Drawing Ass Dads TV. Uh, the new parental rights and education bill reads... Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not, I repeat, may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state laws. Okay, so thank you. Uh, thank you, Ollie, for reporting the weather there. <laughs> it's going to rain. It's going to rain. <laughs> so that is the... Um, current uh that's what's going on in florida now what we're does not, it all mean basil yeah so we're not going to get into uh you know sexual orientation or anything like that but it brought up a good question of what role do the teachers play and what role does the parents play in early child development right so as far as you know should teachers teach or should teachers just be teaching and not be addressing real outside issues like sex sexual orientation political views uh things for example like things going on in russia ukraine you know should they just stick to just strictly teaching or is this now because of the world that we live in where we're so integrated with our social media with our outside life inside life that now that's the new norm for a teacher how do you guys kind of feel I, so, I feel as though, even like and specifically with this bill, I am a big believer right now, especially having young kids and thinking about my childhood, I am leaning towards more so just teach these kids whatever curriculum you have for them and not be pushing things on them. I Again, I've been talked about in this podcast unapologetically about, I do feel like a lot of things are pushed on kids at a young age. Like I said, homosexuality, I was I didn't learn about it till like then their eighth grade, almost right before I got to high school, for real, for real. Because I was oblivious to it. I can't imagine and again we talked about it already. I taught AJ about homosexuality, I think like in first or maybe even second grade, because it was like it was being pushed on them. So I mean, I am towards like I said, let these kids have their innocence as long as they possibly can. Our world right now got so much bullshit in it from the video games they play to the content that's on regular TV now and stuff like that. So I feel like, I mean, let them be kids. Let them have their innocence. Teach them their curriculum. Um, and I mean, just like, let them just be kids. Let them worry about Paw Patrol and mm. fantasy and believe in the fucking Easter Bunny and believe in Santa Claus. They shouldn't be worried about, oh my gosh, I'm feeling... Like, I like this person. Like, I think, like, you think about it, even our kids right now, do our kids even know, like, does Xander even know what a fucking penis versus a vagina is? Like, he just, he probably just mm -hmm. knows my little John down there. I don't right. Know what the fuck this is. So it's like, I mean, again, I've, I'm more so towards let that be a parent's decision, whether they want to teach their child about it. Again, we got, there's also parents that are homosexual that's like, hey, I want to teach my kids about it early so I can protect them from mm -hmm. the world. Even from that aspect, I'm pretty sure they want to tell them about it themselves versus someone possibly at school telling them, God forbid, it goes to like maybe a Catholic school or something like that. And where they, they teach is like, hey, that that's horrible. And this, that and the third. So, like, right. again, I, I think that's going to lead to your parents for them to decide when they want their kids to find out about that. OK, so I, I'm on the opposite side. Here. OK, um, let's hear your view. And I say that because 
it's unfortunate, man. And the first thing that I'll say is like, teachers deserve probably like two hundred grand a year. Fair, like, for real, for real. Like, and in this situation, right? Like, I think the thing about it is, is one, there's a couple things. One, there's so many parents that are absent, right? That don't like engage with their children in the first place to have any of these conversations. But then the other piece is like school literally is the place where like social skills Mm -hmm. develop or happen, right? Like, you know, at home, you might be an only child or you might be six years apart or four years or whatever, however many years apart from your other siblings. So y'all don't really talk in the first place. So you don't really learn, you know what I mean? Like about uh, relationships Mm -hmm. and community and things like that. Where it's like, I've seen it numerous times. Like my wife is is an advisor and she runs a virtual homeroom seven for seventh graders. And like in the homeroom, in the chat regularly, you'll have a girl be like, I want to say something, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't get to talk about it at home, but I feel safe here. I identify as a lesbian, Mm -hmm. right? Like the kids, they're looking to be like themselves or whatever. And in school is the only place where they feel like they can do it. So as a teacher, it's kind of like, what do you do? Right? Like, could, do you? I guess one option would just be like you literally just ignore it and keep it moving, or the other, which is I don't know how realistic that is because it's literally all you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. it's gonna come up all the time, so it's like ah, is 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 tough. Okay, man. that's. Go first? That, I want to say something. Said. So I'm gonna wow, we did this just right. So I'm gonna fall perfectly right in between, right? So um, I'm gonna lean to uh, Corey's side of. Allowing the parents to, you know, um, teach your children kind of because they're your children at the end of the day. Right. So like, you know, for good, bad in between, you know, obviously, you know, you want to impart your traditions, your values onto your children. So I would like for that to be left up to me to do. Right. So I do agree with uh, Corey in that sense. Now, where I'm in the middle is, is because we're speaking from a perspective of everyone here on this podcast slash everyone who's part of our family, all of our friends, everyone who's around us are good ass parents. Right. And I'm not going to say that that's a minority, but there's a lot more, uh, uh, dysfunctional houses out there than there are. I'm not going to say any of our houses are perfect, but for the sake of argument, perfect houses like we have. Right. So that ability kind of like what Ishmael was just talking about of, you know, that child is crying out because she has no one at home who will listen to her or hear her out. Right. My child would never have to do that because I would be provide a safe space where, you know what, if that's where, how you feel, let's talk through it. Let's go ahead. Let's let, let me hear why, you know, let me hear why you're feeling this way. Let's explore this. Let's talk about it. Great. That's a safe space for, you know, my potential daughter or whatever. Right. A lot of kids don't have that. So, a lot of times going to what Ishmael was just talking about is, is that that school that is, I mean, when I think of all my formative years, I think about most of it was in the schoolroom, like, or, or in the classroom. It wasn't when I was going home, when I was going home, I, I know there was probably more to life than this, but when I look back in it now, all I think about was my mom was making me some meals. 
if I was messing up in school, my dad was whooping my ass. That's all I can remember when I got home. Like, that's and I watched right. it, and I watched a little TV here that's and there. Right. Like, that's all I remember of going back. Now, do I remember the first girl that made me quote unquote horny? Oh yeah, I remember that. That happened in school. Do I remember uh, uh, my first time sitting in my right? Exactly. Like I could the whole J Cole. I could tell you. Like you know what I mean, I could think of all these weird like. Things that happened. My first CD I bought that had profanity on it was right after school. It was Eve Scorpion. Like these are things I can think of inside of you know the the confines of going to school, leaving school, X, Y, and Z. And I think that it's hard because you know at the same point of me saying that I want to impart my values is that I don't necessarily know what the teacher's values are. So who knows what that teacher may be teaching. With that being said, this is where I will leave it as far as what I'm saying. The issue that I have with everything that's kind of going on now with, uh, you know, them imparting this, you know, uh, potential bill is that for, you know, they don't want to talk about, you know, anything, quote unquote, gay or any of those things inside of school or, to you know, whatever. Okay, you're just deciding that you don't want to talk about it up until a third grade, right? Now, the issue that I have is, and this is a constant issue I have, I'm, you know, a avid supporter of Dave Chappelle, is that I feel like that's taking center stage right now. But no one's talking about how once black people started talking about how, you know, redlining and how the system is made against us and this critical race theory, that anytime you hear about critical race theory now, it's a negative thing, like, because it's been put in a light where, Oh, yeah, you're talking about critical race theory. So you're talking about how, you know, one race did another race wrong. And, you know, we don't want to teach our children that because we're all created equal. And it's like that's not what critical race theory is. It's literally us taking a look into, okay, well, why are black people at such a disadvantage? Oh, that's because, you know, the penalty for crack is 10 times higher than for cocaine and who smoked more crack in the 80s and who did more coke in sure. the 80s yeah. that's what really critical race theory is but because inside of our school inside of you know we're able to manipulate pretty much racism that's occurred in this for hundreds of years but as soon as you know because once again and like i said i'm i i'm on the side of dave Chappelle of how the reason why uh, you know, uh, a lot of these laws regarding gay and things like that is because, you know, your sexual preference doesn't have a skin color, right? Like you could be black, white, brown in between. So I think that's why it's at the forefront. But while we're editing these textbooks or while we're deciding what to teach and not teach, I think that I have a, a stronger issue with the way in which they're whitewashing history of textbooks of, you know, racism not happening so you know we could talk about all these sexual orientations and things like that but at the end of the day i don't care if benjamin franklin was gay straight transgender in between he did what he did martin luther king did what he did whether he was gay straight in between but when you look at your textbooks you don't hear about malcolm x because oh no you know we need to edit him out so i think as far as the whole like school thing that's where parents just have to play an active role, not even just on the sexual orientation, but just literally making sure your child understands that yeah. Yeah. 
you know, you have to understand there's things outside of that textbook. And if that textbook that they're editing right now just for, you know, sexual orientation, forget the sexual orientation. They edited out literal years of racism that's happened in this country. So I guess overall, just my thing is, is that whether you agree, disagree about teachers and what they do teach, don't teach, is that you have to play an active role in your kid's life regardless, because I'm going to tell you right now. Those textbooks that they're learning from right now is not showing a good perception of exactly what is happening in this country in which we were brought in. So just my two cents. Yeah. So and the thing is for me, too, and this is more so specifically towards the bill is I'm talking about the age of it. Like the age is my big specific fair to third grade. Mm -hmm. That's when kids are really innocent kids. Mm hmm. I think, to be honest with you, I think it's completely impossible. I'm almost impossible for these young kids as well, too. But in, like, fifth grade, you're going to know about sex. It's just, it's too many places. You're going to learn about homosexuality. And that's also another thing we didn't even touch on is, that's if your teacher isn't homosexual or something like that, too. Because that's another thing, too. Because are we telling teachers this is another thing? You said, I, I definitely appreciate teachers so much more after the COVID pandemic and these kids being home. But like the other fucked up part is like, Hey, you can't really teach these kids about this. But if there's a homosexual teacher, you tell them they can't put their husband or their wife on their desk in a picture. Mm-hmm. Are you telling them, Hey, how was your weekend? Mr. Wyatt? I was home with my partner. Why didn't you say your your wife or your husband? <laughs> what's your wife like? <laughs> well, she's a, a guy. So. I like, you know what I'm saying so. Like, you get into a bad gray area, and that's to me, and that's the thing too. Like, you got a lot of people to be themselves. Like, whether you agree or you don't agree, you got a lot of that person. Like, you can't tell them to hide who they are. So then right. you're. So, and I think this bill, like I said, is teetering on the rough step. My thing is more so, like you said too. I'll give me the chance for my child, my adolescent, my this little tiny young yeah. child who's innocent give me that chance to explain it to him. Now, fourth grade, I mean, fourth, fifth grade, it is what it is. I mean, it's like, right now, like I said, I got a, a fifth grader and a seventh grader and they're very versed on homosexuality, sex, and everything and I didn't teach them everything about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would, I, I and dare I say it too, like most young people and I can say about ourselves as well too, we learned about sex mostly from TV friends mm-hmm. and, and video games probably. For real, for real. Like, yeah. And then your own feelings towards the opposite sex. Right, right. Or for some people out there towards, towards the, same the same sex. Yeah. So I just feel like up to that third grade, those yeah. young kids well, think, like we're talking about kindergarten. This include does this include the whole identity conversation too? Like people who are you know, a, a yeah, person I, who's born a male yeah, all that that's identifies inside it, all of that's inside yep. of it. And that's that's super tricky too, right? Right. Like sexual orientation, like, yo, I like girls. Right, it's not necessarily the biggest deal K through three because, I mean, I know that for me in kindergarten I was a fan of girls and things right. like that. But like, I guess overall, like you know what I mean, like it's not that big of a factor. You yeah. don't really have to worry about that until later years. But as kids, I guess begin to like, I think a you know a first or second grader might feel like you know, I don't think that I'm a boy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then how do you? Oh, that's super tricky in the classroom. Or I want to be a boy or I want to be a girl. Yeah. Ah. There's a movie right now on uh, Apple TV, Justin Timberlake movie about it. I watched a trailer about it. A word. About a young little boy whose mom abandons him, but he wants to be a girl. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. It like it's. I forgot. What, I th- not saving Jacob. Saving I was about to say. I can't I remember the name of it, but yeah. It, but that's another thing. And I mean, see, that's and that's where a lot. Again, granted, this is a state law in Florida. It's not a government law for all the United States. But I think that's where you're teetering on a very, very slippery slope, and it's hard to say what you should or shouldn't be able to do. Because again, in our country, in our day and time, it's grayer. That's reality. Yeah, I think um, I think what it really leads us back to is is that at the end of the day, <clears throat> that we need to just it, it. It's funny because I feel like every week when we have these conversations, it always just kind of comes back to the exact same thing. So, as much as we joke and take a drink in the beginning, saying you made it through and you're here, I think we always literally end every discussion with the same thing: is that if you're present for your child then you're already on the right path, right? Like, um, I know all of us, even though, you know, we had, you know, either our own friend group or we had um, other elders in our life to kind of mold and look to, we're all kind of freestyling this, right? Like, we're we're just kind of in this life, this thing of life, and we're just trying to figure it out as we go. But I think that just by being present, just by being in your child's life, you're literally right, already on the right path. And I think just moving forward as far as, um, you know, like some of this always comes back to just, you know, how much does the school impart as far as, you know, you impart as well. And I think that, you know, as long, as much as you're teaching your children, the end all is, is that you're going to teach them the values and traditions that you were brought on. But at the end of the day, if you kind of leave that caveat at the end of saying, hey, leave an open mind because, hey, this might be what I'm teaching. I think that allows your child to be a lot more open and explore a lot more things in life that a lot more people do not allow their children to do. Because a lot of times they teach them their tradition values and say, this is it. Don't I don't care what anybody else in the world tell you. I don't care what your teacher, the pastor, you know, whatever tells you this is what it is. No, you can teach your children about what you think is important or things like that. But at the end of the day, you also have to say the world's changing, right? Like I could teach my son something right now at the age of three, but that may not still hold true 10 years from now. So I think that, you know, as the world is ever changing, I think the more important thing is that as long as you're being present, you're allowing for your child to understand that you're here and you're trying to, you know, teach them something that's going to make them better whatever that may be, I think that's half the battle right there is actually being present. So, um, you know, I think that that's something is definitely important. Um, I, I, wow. We, we had a lot of serious kind of, uh, kind of chatter here today. Uh, I got, I got one. I was about to say, I just got to break it up a little bit. Like, woo, shake it loose. So for the second time in this podcast, oh, I'm, what you got for I'm us? Break out the dad joke. Oh man, you're you're like Giannis and now. It's, it's funny because I was scrolling through the list and I found one that couldn't be more perfect. Oh, uh, that falls in line. Great. With what we have tonight? How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Oh, I know the answer, but I don't want to say it. It's a good one though. I like that one. <laughs> Come on, this is easy. You can guess. All right, you can go ahead. I don't. Know. I'll say it if he don't say it. Fresh Prince. Follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> 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 Yo, 
You know white people ain't know Will Smith from one thing, so that's why I had to figure it out. That was easy. It's not like they're going to say... It's not like they're going to say men in black. I'm sorry, this list. I saw Will Smith. I'm like, bet, bet. I'm sitting there like slap rocks on the ground. Like this nigga got updated dad's joke. The joke just got released yesterday. As of March 28th. Right. Wow. Okay, so that was definitely a good uh, cherry on the top of a beautiful, uh, once again, episode eight. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, let's run through the gambit of what we always do. If you want to sponsor us, if you just want us to be, if you want to be a part of this dream that we're trying to get out there, even if you aren't trying to sponsor, but you want to impart some knowledge, listen, we're always trying to grow. We're trying to grow with us, with without and in with us. Um, and you know, as always like, follow, comment, all that other stuff, everything you can get us out there. You guys got anything before we get out of here? Be safe. Y'all take care of your kids. Take care of your kids. I like that. Sixers and six. I don't know how, when's the next time y'all hear from us, but I just had to say that real quick. Uh, (laughs) We out. All right.